welcome. Thank, thank you for you. joining us inside your ears once again for yet another dose of head. Inside your ears. <laughs> the head inside your head. Ooh, it's like a Russian doll of heads there. God, there's a few too many heads inside heads there, inside the domed ceiling of the skull, like a like a Russian doll. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Al Ronald, and this is my long-suffering comedy wife, Cy Henty. Hello there. I'm swimming through your inner ear canal. Um, they're swimming away like a little fish. Uh, today's episode, Sai, you'll be glad to hear, is sponsored by an old favourite of ours, Cheese on Toast. Oh. <laughs> so what have you, how's your, are you becoming a human salamander yet? I'm pretty much, yeah. I've found that being locked in isolation, I'm basically, the pigments going from my skin, um, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm having to use, I'm like a kind of blind cave fish or a Slovenian salamander. I'm like a golem-like creature. I've been, my muscles have atrophied. With, are you like Gollum with a piece of toilet roll? Precious. My precious. <laughs> and I'm basically, I'm having to use my pineal glands to see light now when I go down to the shops. Echolocation I was using in Sainsbury's the other day just to just to get around the aisles, which didn't go down well with some of the other customers as I leapt along the shelves with my slimy white body and my... <laughs> so no change, basically. No, pretty much the same as usual. <laughs> this, this is why I do click and clack these days. Yeah, it's yeah. probably best. Too in many fact, slimy white bodies pinging around. Anyway, let's get on with the podcast. Let's go off the grid of no, the comedy That was map. a link. That was... Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is part two of science. This is Sai's ongoing attempt to explain his aquatic ape theory. Right, but this bit's much quicker, okay? this We're not going to get bogged down here, um, and you're not going to have to edit this at all, Al. You're not does it involve to... Jimmy Nail or electric mice? It doesn't, but this, this involves, I'm calling this section, crocodile tears and the talking walrus. So it does involve Jimmy Nail? It does, it does involve yeah. Jimmy Nail. He didn't do that song, did he? I don't know. He did some song about crocodiles. Anyway, so here we go. Right, so we've said why we're naked. We've talked about that. Why are we so fat? Yes, because it's the best insulation in water. Let's go. Uh, why do we walk on two legs? Wading. Okay. Right. Okay. So now crocodile we're shoes. Oh, crocodile shoes. <laughs> Look, are you listening to me? Sorry, or are you just yeah, want to remember on. the song by Jimmy Nail? <laughs> Fuck. If you were in my class, you'd be out, sit in the car. I'd send you go to the blue table. You will sit on the blue table for the rest of the week, Al. Sorry, go on. Right, and you won't talk to your talk to your friends, your chums. Move, come on. Okay, so sweat and tears. The the more time you waste, the more editing occurs. That's how this is going to work. Who has non-reflex tears? Jimmy Nail. Aquatic animals and why? Does this involve his crocodile shoes in any way? Because he's walking on. Hang on, if Jimmy Nail is walking on two legs on crocodile shoes, what is that? That is Jimmy Nail walking on two legs with crocodile shoes on. But Jimmy Nail is an example of how our aquatic phase turned us into the modern human. You're not going to get me away from this. I think that's my favourite sentence of this podcast. So far, Jimmy Nail is an example. He's <laughs> not a good example, but he is. Who oh, weeps? Oh, that's a bit harsh to oh, Jimmy sorry, Nail. Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy. Oh, Pinnipets. Yes. Seals weep copious tears. Crocodiles, an aquatic animal, heard of crocodile tears. Crocodiles do weep tears. Why do they? 
Because Jimmy Nail has turned them into shoes. No, to excrete salt. It regulates Uh-oh. the salt balance in marine creatures. We're the only other animal that does that, apart from aquatic animals. Okay, I'm going to go on to mouth breathing. Okay, right. Darwin thought, and we, we visited Darwin last week, I think you remember. Charlie Darwin. He thought it's crazy. Why do we breathe through our mouths? Why are our tubes in our throat? Why have we got Why a descended larynx? What's going on there? Because we can easily choke. Uh, on bits of food it makes no sense the only other animals with descended larynxes uh like us are walruses and dugongs sea lions so basically i'm thinking walrus could probably talk because if we didn't have a descended larynx we wouldn't be able to talk but i think walruses can probably they could if they were taught well could probably talk but have anyway that's all- walruses i think they are trying oh oh Whoa! Anyway, I talk like also, that some morning. Uh, why have we got twice as many sweat glands? Panting is the most efficient way of thermoregulation, but we don't pant when we get hot. Do we? We're not I like pant. I pant every morning. <laughs> I'm sure you do, <laughs> but we don't want to hear about that. That's when you make your phone calls to people, isn't it? And don't yeah, tell them who you are. I, I put on my pants. <laughs> oh, oh, panting up! You mean that's different. Yeah. That's different. Do you want to just cut to the end? Or? I, I'm going to cut to the end. Yep. Sum it up. Give it sum it up. There's been two episodes of information. Sum it up in three sentences. Okay, three sentences. I can't do that. Look, we're waterproof. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We produce an extraordinary amount of sebum oil. Okay. We we have a bony. Some people develop a bony swelling in their ears, which is a relic of a reactivation to add. My bony my bony swelling is rarely in my ears. (laughs) Swimming instructors, for instance, and divers don't listen. And why? This is the big one. Wait, wait, wait. What was that? Everyone's going to try this at home. Okay, so, nose. Why do our nostrils point downwards? No other creature does that. Primates have nostrils that point forward. Primates. Primates. You know what I'm talking about. Just checking. Okay, but there is the philtrum. You can feel it now with your finger. It's that seam or the narrow channel running vertically from base of the nose to the centre of the upper lip. So that means that you can seal your nostrils up with your upper lip. Try it at home, everyone. Try it now. I can't do it. You can't do it, but some people can. This would help us as we're underwater, but I, and I want to find out if anyone else out there can do this, I can actually close my nostrils up from the inside without doing that i've got a flap inside my nose where i can this is true as a kid i could swim underwater brilliantly i can close my nostrils up from the inside so when i'm drinking shots that's why i'm so good at doing it i never (laughs) i never choke it's like a it's like an alcoholic and aquatic adaptation but can anybody else do this is my question when you see a flap i can literally i can close my nostrils yeah but when you see a flap i don't know what it it is but if i go like this they're closed (laughs) Now they're open. Talk with them closed. Okay, I'm talking now. My nostrils are closed from the inside. It's Michael Caine. That is, it's Michael Caine. My name is... <laughs> my not a lot of people know this, but my... My nostrils are closed from the inside. Maybe Michael Caine can close. Maybe he... Well, actually, I think... So this is my quickly... This is my end theory. I'm summing up now, Al. I can see mm-hmm. you getting really excited here. Although you wish it would carry on forever, don't you? is that some of our aquatic ancestors evolved into merfolk, merpeople. And they lived, uh, they lived, they still live under the ocean. And I, because I can close my nostrils from the inside, I am actually destined to be a king 
You can spot the moment in science when it becomes conjecture. Did you spot it, ladies and gentlemen? I hope you pay close attention. Look at look at all the myths about uh, aquatic myths. We've got we've got traditions of mer people, half human, half fish people. They've existed for thousands of years. There's the Babylonian deity Era, the fish god Triton in Greek mythology. In Hinduism and Candombo, that's an Afro-Brazilian belief, worship mermaid goddesses. And what about, Al, you should know about this. Of course, the famous Scottish, the Blue Men of Minch. Minch? Minch. In the, the outer heaven. Blue heavens. Men of Minch site. I'm not going to listen to this filth any longer. The Blue Men of Minch in the outer Hebrides. <laughs> Mer people have existed. Oh, I, there was an extra bit about the about the brain. Do you want me to read? Let me show you how much. Look, this is the brain. Do you want me to read that? Maybe save that for next week. I was. I wanted to move on to fungi next week. <laughs> then it's lost. <laughs> <laughs> basically, guys, just just contact us if you can. Can you a close your nose up using your philtrum with your upper lip? Can you b close your nostrils from the inside like me? Are we? mer people are there mer people living underneath the ocean that the aquatic ape the missing link evolved into um and christopher columbus saw mer people on his way uh, to discover the new world that's a fact <laughs> <laughs> uh Sai, so that was some super interest oh can you see what i see over there on the horizon it, it can't be oh it's me again. Ready to whip away, my boys. All aboard, boys. It's time to whip away with me, Captain Wester McCart, and my second Colonel Blubberhouse. Come Shut on. Shut up, Blubberhouse. There's oh, no time for this. I'll have you scrubbing the poop deck. Arr, arr. I, I think uh, it's your... Uh, shall I whip away? Should, I, do you want to whip you visit Is there anyone that you wanted to? I, Who do you want to visit, Al? Let us know, uh, I quite fancy visiting Oliver Cromwell. Oliver Cromwell. Well, he wasn't he uh, a real misery guts. <laughs> I think he was. Then, well, we'll find out. I mean, I don't know much about Oliver Cromwell, but I reckon I could get him to party a bit. Do you know when I was a child, we used to have a jelly mold in the shape of Oliver Cromwell's death mask. Should I take it with me? Why not? Yeah. Okay. So I've got the jelly <laughs> mold. Because then people will think you are Oliver Cromwell. Maybe I'll trick him. Okay, I'm claiming. All aboard, you boys! See you Russell. later, Al. Take care. Bye. I'll be careful. Remember, don't change history or do anything weird. No, you can trust me. Oh, you're a lying son of a bitch there. Oh, Al. We've seen I, what you get up to on these little experiments of yours, don't, don't, don't tell him, though, will you? Don't tell him. Oh, no. only, only if you plait my pubic hair. Arr. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> well, Oh, look down there. I think I can see Oliver Cromwell. So I'm just going to leap over the side as usual. Same old thing, yeah? Yeah, that's right. You just leap yourself off there. You know, I can give you a push if you like. Sir. Oh, if you could, Jack. Just give me a little shove. There you go. Uh... Thud. Right. Uh, so I am now in medieval. Oh, yes. Oh, I've got a really good idea. Oh, why don't I ban music and make everybody miserable? <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but coming over the ridge there is. It looks to me like Oliver Cromwell. What else could I do to make everybody miserable? Oh, I know what I could do. I could 
I could get them to stop drinking, some kind of temperance movement. Yes, that's it, yes. And there'll be no singing, no theatres. <laughs> uh, Mr. Cromwell? Don't you address me as Mr. Cromwell. You will call me your emperor. Uh, Mr. Emperor Cromwell. Emperor um, oh, Cromwell is my Listeners, name. Um, I'm just going to put the jelly mold death mask on to see oh. if it tricks him in some way. Uh, uh, hello, Mr. Cromwell. It's oh, wait a minute. It's like looking in the mirror. Oh, my God. You mean I had a secret twin brother all this time? That's absolutely correct, Mr. Cromwell. Uh, and my name is Al. I'm from the Electric Head. And, uh, electric I w- Head? That doesn't sound... Uh, it sounds very enjoyable to me. It sounds very exciting. Electricity and heads and such. We'll have exactly. none of that around here. None of it. So, none of- um, what were you? I, I hear you've been banning things like dancing and pies and various oh, things. Oh, I'm banning everything. I'm banning everything. Oh yes, oh yes. Zippers. I'm banning zippers. Really? What have you got against zippers? Because you can unzip them easily. You can get into a nice suit and you can unzip it from the back. What oh, I like yeah. is I like everybody to be buttons. No, no. I like them to be straight laced. Oh, I see. So actually laced up quite tightly. Laced up tightly at the back. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, yes. And then you can't remove the garments easily, you see. Yes, yes. But you, I don't like the way that you look so very much like me. It's almost your face is kind of frozen in a horrible expression. Very much like the one I see in the mirror every morning. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what it is. I'm going to I'm going to level with you here, Ollie. Um, This. What did you call me? Uh, Emperor Ollie, this is actually a jelly mould of your face from the 1970s. A jelly mould of my face from the... What are you trying to tell me? So, the fact... I know that you are on this mission to sort of end all fun. Yes, uh, I'm And I'll tell you... I'll tell you something, in the year 2020, it it almost comes to fruition. However, before that, what you're best known for is being a face of jelly. A face of jelly. And what uh, is jelly commonly associated with? That's right, parties. Parties! This is wrong! Wrong, I tell you! I am ruled by a scepter of reason! No, oh, what fresh lunacy is this, you fool! Ah, I will I will ban you, and you and your joggle stick. Yes, yes! My what, sorry? Your joggle stick, and you're dancing with the foldy doll, the foldy doll doll. None of it! <laughs> We'll hear none of it around here. Okay, how about this, Ollie? How about we uh, we can make some jelly, and then maybe you'll enjoy it and you'll change your mind. Uh, we I can make vodka jelly. I don't like to enjoy things. No vodka. No vodka. How oh. about a plain, a tasteless jelly? A water jelly. Water jelly. Plain, <laughs> miserable, nothing, nothing jelly. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Let's make a nice plain water jelly. Nothing, and, uh, nothingness. Just, just plain water. Not, not even fresh water. Just old, clean water. Oh, how about, how about stale water? Old, Some stale. old stale water jelly. Old stale water. Okay. Um, yes. Let's. I tell you what. I'm gonna hang around Stagnant for a day. Water. Wait, I'm gonna. I- I've got some stagnant water here in my in my undergarments. Let me pour it into you, this mould of yours. Yeah, okay. And now I'm going to stay with you for the evening. And in the morning, we're going to wake up nice and early and we're going to check this stagnant water jelly, okay? Okay, but there's, there'll be no sleeping. 
I don't like people sleeping. That's fine. We can stay. I stay awake all night. Yes, I do. We could yes. just. What we could do is just stare away and look. Yes, but maybe if you don't tell anybody, I wouldn't mind if I could wank you off into my bucket boots so that my feet may wallow in your sperm. Captain Westermacott! Captain Westermacott! Back to my plain room! There's Captain. nothing in there! It's empty! There'll be no joy apart from me and Are our little Are you calling me there, Al? Climb up while you can! Alright, uh, Ollie, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, uh, come back here! Come back here! Oh, listen Wish to me. my ass bubbles. <laughs> 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 so, right, what's been going on? Oh dear, it's all Cap- gone wrong, oh dear, come on. Captain Westerwick guy, what's been going on with that Oliver Cromwell? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know, what was going on? You look a bit worried, you look a bit traumatised, young Ronald. Well, I just decided I had to get out of there. I offered to make him a stagnant water jelly, right. but he wanted to wank me off. And, and not into his bucket boots. His bucket boots. Here we are, Mr. Ronald. We're back in 2020. I bet you're glad to be back in 2020 now after that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I'm delighted. So uh, thanks very much, Kevin. I'm just going to throw myself off the side. Bye. See you later. Bye. Thud. <sighs> Sigh. Look a bit pale, mate. Uh, that was one of the worst whip aways that I've <laughs> ever put myself through. Did it really? You you whipped you whipped the wrong I whipped, way. I whipped the wrong way. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a tome worth listening to. This is a this is this will take you on a journey <laughs> into, to the end of your tether. <laughs> into madness, which I think, as we mentioned before, I think when this was scribed, I'd gone a little bit nuts, and I think oh. Al in the recording of the podcast and editing also went a little bit nuts and now i'm it gonna all, do it all over again it all went a bit crazy let's listen uh, in and see what's happening in uh professor todd's two. magic candy thomas was filled with trepidation at the idea of stepping over the threshold of such an establishment crammed brimful of the forbidden fruit of his youth As children, his brother Edwin and he were terrified of confectionery. As the voices of banshees wailed to the percussive screeching of rats and rattling of death watch beetles, they would follow their father's looming silhouette, step by creaking step into the shadow box attic. Here, tales of penny dreadful terror were played out upon the rotten beams by the grotesquely deformed digits of malevolent puppeteers behind the paper-thin curtain of reality. And in the wavering shard of pale lantern light, their father would open the lid of an ivory box 
Upon the silk scarlet cushion within lay his teeth. Boys, my mouth is but a graveyard. These wooden tombstones hammered into my gums are each inscribed with the name of the tooth they replaced. And why? Nut cluster, sir. Nut cluster, sir. Say it. Nut cluster, sir. Nut cluster, sir. It was temptation. Gluttony. Gluttony, boys. Too many nut clusters in my youth. My darling boys have put paint to my teeth. Rotted them away until they were like a row of Swiss cheeses filled with gaping cavities. At this point, he would open wide the yawning cavern of this orifice, holding the lamp inside and forcing his sons to peer in at his twisted wooden fangs, dripping brown spittle onto the fat, blind, wriggling worm that was his glistening tongue. Hell and damnation should rain down upon the confectionery manufacturer who first had the divine insight to invent such a dastardly device of dental destruction. Cursed be the corner sweet shops that peddle them to innocent children. I have opened. Can you hear that noise? Um, I can. The creaking noise of your. Is it your dream diary? It is my dream. Well, it's actually Debbie's dream diary, isn't it? Of your uh, dreams. Yes, this is my it's girlfriend. It's like one of those spiders we mentioned before that she can look inside your dreams. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> She's um, not really. That these would be are things that I have said in my sleep that I'm completely unaware of. Um, so I started laughing in my sleep. This, it, a lot of these seem to start with me giggling at something. Uh, and then I wait a minute and I say, that is the last thing you'd want a monkey to get hold of. <laughs> and she said, what? What's the last thing you'd want a monkey to get hold of? I and I said... Of, I can think of a few things. Well, I replied, a Guantanamo Bay torture kit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't want a monkey messing around with that, particularly not a baboon. <laughs> and then I replied. I, I went on and said it just started going up to people and trying to chisel them a bit. <laughs> oh, well, that's not so bad. And she said, "Did they get it away from him?" And I said, "Yes, they did." <laughs> oh, just as well. I mean, this is like a news item, really. Yeah. It, it reminds me of there's there's a there's a story by Edgar Allan Poe. You know, the, the murders in the Rue Morgue, and it's a monkey that ends up. Sorry, if you've not read that story, I've just done a terrible. I've just ruined the ending. What's that? It turns out to be like. Oh uh, wait, I wasn't listening. Maybe that was okay. Oh good, yeah, okay, I won't yeah. go into it. Oh wait, no, I need to edit this. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let me see. Okay, this one that I've just found. It, there's a little note at the top that says that I'd been watching Dalek episodes of Doctor Who just before this happened. Right. So uh, this seems Dalek-related. So in my sleep, I just went, Dalek with a puppet. <laughs> she said... Difficult to operate. With a puppet. <laughs> and I said, no. I get really angry when people can't understand. No. Remember I told you about it. 
And then she said, no, I don't remember this. I said, I did. I had a puppet thing, a new creature thing, just like on the show. I told you all about it. A Dalek unique thing, unique killer, and then garbled nothingness is what she's written. I just trailed off. Um, And then I went on, you can kill it anytime with flames. All the aliens are removed when they're eggs, and now they've hatched and they want their parents. She said, okay, said is this still daleks that you're talking about and i said yes she said what's that got to do with puppets and i said that's how i'm going to do it (laughs) she said is this an episode of doctor who you're trying to make i said no it's like the size of a dog but dead and looking for whatever it was that attacked it so badly Right. Well, this uh, makes perfect sense to me. Uh, I can see, uh, yeah, there's some kind of, you're basically, don't know, you're mad. (laughs) Do do you know what's what's weird is it's kind of like your, your, your dream speak isn't really that far from my science that you've gone off on a complete mad tangent but you're expecting people to understand it <laughs> but how do you get away with it and i don't That's I... <laughs> uh, i'll give it this is quite a good one actually this is the last one for today um i think i was a little bit unsettled in my sleep and she said are you all right and i said a bit confused quite obviously I've been been dreaming that things were stopping me from sleeping like monsters and zombies but I've been dreaming but if I've been dreaming that then I must have been sleeping oh you've got yeah you see you've got a real confusing kind of kind of thing here haven't you with dream sleep sleep dream like like, uh, yeah the, the, the two realities um, I mean, yeah. Dream, uh, dreaming, uh, just as what is it? I did. This is a quote. It's just come back to me. Uh, one was, what is it? Uh, just as psychosis is a waking dream, so dreaming is a psychosis. I can't remember the quote. Uh, yeah, that, that should be the jingle for this segment. I think. Should, I'm gonna yeah. get, I've just spotted one more as I was closing the book that I think is too good not to read out. This is in April 2015. There's two parts to this one. I said, who are you playing in this film? My girlfriend, I guess, assuming that maybe I was talking to her, said, I don't know. And I replied, you're playing Superman. <laughs> and she said, is it a problem that I'm not a man? And I said, you're not super either. <laughs> <laughs> Cruel. What Cruel. a takedown. But also, I feel like, you know, that shows that there's no sexism at work there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're obviously casting for the role. You've got your little casting couch set up, and you think she's perfect for the role there. Yeah, so, and it doesn't matter to me that. You know, you could. You're not I think super, a girl could play You could still be Superman. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. And then I said, someone just gave you a John Cena helmet with garlic dip in it. <laughs> right, okay. And that would that would obviously be the costume for the role. Just the John Cena helmet. I don't know what that's bit. got to do with, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's another bit of dream speak. Another delve into my subconscious for me. <laughs> A delve into the into the garlicky dip that is your mind. I think it is time to take another trip into the world of the supernatural. Mm. Or, 
the paranormal. I haven't decided. I think I prefer supernatural because it covers more stuff. Okay, cool. Supernatural Al it is. Let me just settle back in. What did you say? This I, I provided armchair. a comfy leather armchair with a winged back. Oh, nice. Oh, well, hang on. Next to this open fire here that's crackling yeah, away. And I've, I've given us both these huge cigars to smoke. Oh, marvellous. While I tell you a hang spooky thing. This chair's a bit squeaky. It's, ooh, ooh. it's, oh, it's, it's squeaking, squeaking around. You ready? You ready yeah. for that? So this, so small in this big chair. I'm not sure exactly what newspaper this is from, but I know it's from 1904, and it's a genuine newspaper article from 1904. Okay. And the headline is Facetious <clears throat> Ghost. Facetious Ghost. Facetious Ghost. Oh! <laughs> so Sorry, I, yeah. I'm going to read this article to you exactly as it's printed. Okay, and right. just for people listening, genuinely, this is a book of supernatural newspaper clippings that I have. The newspaper clippings themselves aren't supernatural. Well, they might be. But, who knows? Uh, who knows? So, 1904. The ghost whose antics have disturbed the village of Codcarnew? 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 Yeah, it's Codcarnew. In Monmouthshire? How do you pronounce it? Monmouthshire? Monmouthshire. You can always trust my pronunciation. Yeah, anyway. So, uh... So you know that it's true, because I would never have made those names up. Um, so the ghost that has disturbed the village for the past week has crowned its misdeeds by striking the sedate village policeman right in the eye with half a pound of butter. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a cheeky ghost, isn't it? So he gets, there's more to it. The ghost has previously turned the pictures on the walls in a farmhouse, compressed a piece of beef into a jug... <laughs> which is tricky to do it's very tricky to do compressed have you ever tried to compress a piece of beef I've, into a I've dog? tried I've tried tried it on many occasions yeah it's very it's hard the only the thing a ghost could achieve it is yeah because you have to use the uh, the air pressure the suction my favourite part of this is the, the full sentence is actually uh, turned pictures compressed a piece of beef into a jug whilst the farmer's back was turned <laughs> just so imagine the farmer's there he's oh I've got a tasty piece of beef for me lunch I'm today. just going to put it next to this jug and then turn, turn away around, let me turn around just have a and drink of a flag and a oh, paraffin I'm a facetious ghost <laughs> and then he turns the fucking hell's going on here? Arr, it's that I... cheeky ghost again. Not only has he turned all my pictures round, he's put that beef in a jug. Uh, so that's not the only thing the facetious ghost did. What else did it do? He threw a bundle of hay. Well, I mean, that's, that's small fry, really. Dropped, and this is very specific, dropped 200 pieces of crockery in the kitchen without breaking a single one. It's handy, isn't it? 200 pieces of crockery. That's though. a handy skill, though. So yeah. basically, the farmer walked in and all the crockery in. Where did he get 200? A farmer in 1904 has yeah. got 200 pieces of crockery. It would seem so, yeah. That's a, he's doing uh, well. This is the last thing the ghost was up to carrying beds around the room and partly downstairs. 
partly so just left it halfway up the stairs <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining Ooh, oh fuck this uh, <laughs> too much oh, effort i can't be bothered with this anymore so obviously they had to investigate if this facetious ghost that was carrying was it pets. facetious or was it the feng shui ghost <laughs> feng, shui. <laughs> feng shui feng shui surely i know my pronunciation sal <laughs> <laughs> so the 10 men of code code Cornu, so I guess it would the, the, that would suggest that only ten people lived in this village. And who had all the crock, who had all the crockery? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the real question. So um, the ten men of Kodkunyu were losing faith when suddenly, oh no, hang on, I've I've missed a bit. Ten people sat up all night in the farmhouse waiting for this <clears throat> to appear. The trustworthiness of the company of watchers was guaranteed by the presence of the local constable. Yes, oh, yeah, you can always <laughs> trust a policeman. Uh, but for some time, it was feared that the policeman's attendance had frightened the ghost away. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're usually afraid of the cops, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the ghost. The ten men were losing faith when suddenly... Ooh, Ooh. When suddenly an eerie sound made the hair of the more sensitive men begin to rise. <laughs> the more sensitive men. The, we- the men wearing the kind of silky shirts and the- <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> applying, applying the moisturizer to their skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sound was followed by this by the rapid flight of an object which thrown with unerring aim by an unseen hand hit the policeman in the eye. Full stop. <laughs> It was butter. Ooh. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't butter. Why <laughs> the ghost is throwing butter in a policeman's eye? I had no idea. Can you imagine though, sitting around? So picture that and scene. Suddenly, ten... a pound of butter hits <laughs> you square the in the eye. Whack! It's in the eye. Well, what's all this then? A pound of butter in the eye? Where did it come from? So then, I don't really understand this next sentence. Then. There was a ghost drive, but no ghost was found. It's similar to a beetle drive, I think. I guess they just... uh, I don't know. Other pranks, which the ghost has recently played, uh, have taken the form of putting sods into the tub of a newly... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Putting sods into a tub of newly clarified lard. I am <laughs> And the emptying of a jar of pickled cabbage into a large quantity of cream. Oh, creamy cabbage! It's Maybe probably... he was a culinary expert. We were—I was discussing this the other day. Can food be art? Maybe the ghost was a chef before his time, Maybe. mixing up the ingredients: policeman and butter. <laughs> <laughs> Sods and lard and, and, and cabbage and cream. It's perfect. <laughs> Just the idea that this ghost's big plan is to put cabbage in some cream. <laughs> <laughs> he comes all the way from the... Oh, maybe he was... I would say he comes all the way from the other side. Maybe, maybe he was just pissed off that he was stuck. Maybe. He was just uh, like... The last thing is another bed is said to have been found halfway down the stairs and the name of Mrs. Parsons' first husband traced on the glass of a lamp. Ooh. Mr. Parsons, eh? It sounds like Mr. Parsons might be a ghost. I think it uh, sounds like Mr. Parsons was behind it, doesn't it, really? <laughs> I mean, what, I'm trying to work out what the explanation for this could be. It sounds like someone's just pranking. Pranking. 
Cool. Yeah, I do. I think it's Mrs. Parsons. She's missing Mr. Parsons, and she's decided that she's just going to prank everyone in the village <laughs> uh, by putting cabbage in some cream. Let's do headache dots. Yeah, so this is the bit of the show. Do you want to explain what this bit is? This bit of the show is I don't know what is it. No, I know it's uh, it's where we we tell an anecdote about uh, a true story. Something from our from our past. Always true, though. That's the crucial. That's Always the crucial. true. This is yeah. This is a hundred percent true. Um, uh, so, this may surprise you, Al. But as a young whippersnapper, as a young young man, uh, about sixteen years old. Well, let me go from the start. So, first of all, when one of the first audio tapes I ever got for my birthday was a red. It had a red cover on it. And it had some people walking down a New York street and it was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And nice. I'd, never, I'd never heard anything like that. This 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 rap, this new rap music. As they call it. <laughs> and I thought it was jolly good. So I really liked it. So so not only did I spend hours scratching up my dad's vinyl records, nice. <laughs> which he was very pleased with. <laughs> uh, we have uh, done it. Yeah, I got the I got the old uh, the the Adidas uh, trainers and took the laces out. You know, I did this, the whole. This is where all your street cred came from. It was pretty much yeah, it was good. So I used to do a little bit of body popping, you know, the thing with the arms and stuff. So I then um, became, even though I wasn't the coolest kid, I had thick glasses uh, and the NHS specs. So one of the lenses was supremely thick because my my right eye is really poor. So they were on the wonk the whole time. <laughs> Uh, and they were generally broken. I had a bowl haircut. Uh, I had a silver tooth, although I think that kind of made me quite cool in the breakdance circles. Which that, tooth? That's another anecdote. Right in the front, it was my first adult tooth. As soon as I grew it, I smashed it out. Um, oh. And a brace. And um, but anyway, they let. I had. I did have a big. Wait, the picture you painted there. Yeah, I did have, however, a cool zippy top that my mother had got me that was my little breakdance shirt. And I also did have, I believe, a big, like one of those big things with the um, speakers on. And I oh, was, yeah. so I, I thought they were getting me along for my breakdance skills. I'm wondering now. A ghetto blaster. That's what they called it. I didn't want to use that term, but yeah, that is what they called it. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so I, I had one of those. I think that's why they got me involved in the in the breakdance crew, I'll be honest. I don't think it was my breakdance skills. So what, what did... They let me have a go. Now, my skill was the caterpillar. That was my... So basically, we all stood around in a circle, and we had Heapy. Uh, Heapy could do the, the head spin. We had Cookie. cookie... Head spin Heapy. Head spin heapy. We had Cookie who could do the uh, the windmill, and we had was some Cookie very... male or female? Cookie, they were all male. Okay, uh, yeah, I figured it was just a real lads thing. The ge- the girls didn't even come and hang around the outside. I think had you been a genuinely cool breakdance crew, maybe there would have been some girls, but. <laughs> Guys were kind of cool because they were they were in the sixth form. I was a lot younger. I was the youngest one in the crew, believe it or not. But anyway, I could do the. You were the scrappy do of the. Break I was the scrappy do of the breakdance crew. <laughs> scrappy do so, of the breakdance crew. So right? I think that's the fair, first line of your rap right there. Scrappy do of the breakdance crew. Come on, everyone! I'm grooving with you. Whatever. Ooh, anyway, that was rough. Go uh, on. I'm no rapper. So anyway, they'd all do their bit, and then occasionally I think they'd kind of say, "Oh, we better get Hensi to do a little bit." 
Uh, so it's like, oh yeah, now Sai's going to get down. He's going to do his caterpillar. No one was really impressed. I never won any burn-offs uh, <laughs> back in those days with my caterpillar, but it was not bad. I could get away with it, you know. You never anyway, won a burn-off. Let's, let's cut to years later. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm with a friend of mine, and we used to enjoy having a good old drink. Um, and it was quite late at night, uh, but the off license was still open. We'd finished the first lot of alcohol including i seem to remember some of his homemade chili vodka which burnt your throat out anyway we were pretty hammered so and i was a single man back in those days we headed down to the local off license um and there was a girl behind the counter who was quite she was quite a nice looking girl um and there was some break i think i see where this is going some break dance music playing some old school stuff probably grandmaster flash playing in the in the off license, your, your instincts took over, did they? I, my friend said to me, and I, I'm pretty sure he did it on purpose. He said to me, "Hey, Sai," in front of this girl. We could see that I was obviously trying to chat her up a bit. He said, "Hey, Sai, you used to be in a breakdance crew, didn't you?" And I, having had a few ales, I, I, I was, I was uh, more than happy to explain about my bright, heady breakdance days. Obviously, I made it sound a little more impressive than it actually was. <laughs> I didn't tell her about the glasses and the fact that I had the ghetto blaster, and that's why they got me involved anyway. Uh, but so, and my, that you didn't win any burnout. I didn't win any bonus. My my friend uh, kindly said, "Sai, there's a big space in the middle of the off license floor here. Why don't you show her your caterpillar?" To which, to which <laughs> yes, to which she looked uh, less. <laughs> less I think than you could get arrested for some of these things. But she, but she obviously thought, hey, it's a slow night. It's quite boring. These two drunks have come in. Let's have a look at this guy's caterpillar. <laughs> I was convinced this was... I hadn't done this since the 80s, and I was in my 30s when this happened. I was convinced that I'd just be able to jump down on the floor and go straight into yeah. the caterpillar. And the just, muscle memory would just kick in immediately. Just like the old days, yeah. I did. So so I was like, yeah, hey. So I did the moves, the, the leg moves that I used to do around the outside. I was acting the whole thing out. Jump, dive down onto my palms on the floor and, and discovered to my horror that I could not do the caterpillar anymore. <laughs> so all it was was me wriggling around, basically uh, throwing my body around and thrashing around. Like a fish. Like, like a, a fish. My, my friend described it perfectly. As I looked up at him, I noticed he was crying with laughter and had obviously cunningly planned the whole thing. <laughs> the girl with, didn't, wasn't crying with laughter. She just looked horrified. And and he described it as the dying worm. <laughs> <laughs> Through his tears of laughter, we grabbed uh, some more drinks and we headed home. And you never saw her again. I never saw her again. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good heading to, to think on is uh, embarrassing things that you've done in front of people you wanted to impress. I'm going to have to yeah. have a think on that one. I've got a, quite a few of those. So I must... Yeah, I think I've probably got a fair few as well. A few involving alcohol. Uh, uh, but, I think so, yeah. they don't, which might be worse. It's even worse, isn't it? Especially if you're doing something stone-cold sober. That's that's 
Although I must admit that sobered me up pretty quick. <laughs> Just as soon as my palms hit the floor and I started thrashing, I knew, <laughs> I knew it had all gone wrong. And my dreams of you realise everyone who listens to this podcast is now going to be clamouring to see this in real life. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we can arrange that. We can arrange a private view. <laughs> back inside your ears this week um we'll be back inside your ears next week Sai will be wriggling around on the floor of your I ears be, i will be doing my my dime worm i've got so i'll have some new um i'm going to move on from aquatic ape because i feel that al has lost his Probably will to live idea. yeah and i think he's going to edit and and fade it out and do all these things to it we'll, we'll guys honestly do do, do tr- trust me on this but do on that note, do let us know on Facebook if you can close your nostrils from the inside. Yeah, please do because I really want to do a survey on this. And obviously, uh, you know, I am working on my own aquatic ape. Um, what what but... we'll do is when this episode goes up, we'll put up a Facebook poll that people can vote on, uh, and we'll ask them whether they can close their nostrils from the inside. So, it, the electric head on Facebook. Uh, we'll do one on Instagram as well. Electric Head Comedy on Instagram. Go and answer the poll of whether or not you can close your nostrils from the inside. I really hope it's a hundred percent no. And that I, <laughs> yeah, because that will leave me as king, king of Atlantis. <laughs> and I think I think everybody, if you if you're doing those Zoom meetings, make sure that you uh, little little tips here uh, for keeping yourself groomed if you're going on Zoom. I've found this problem. I've been in some Zoom meetings recently. I've got myself a face laminator. Uh, to keep my skin nice and smooth looking, and I've also put put a little cup of Bovril in a bath to get a to get a tan, get a self tan, make yourself look looking healthy. Um, get rid of that salamander skin. That's it. Yeah, you want to make sure give yourself a little bit of luster. That's my advice. That's <laughs> good advice. On that note, we'll see you next week. Farewell. Bye bye. Bye.